Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Delora, how's your week going, girl? Girl, it's going. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of stuff going on. Um, But I'm here. I'm happy. I'm healthy. So we'll take that. How about you? There you go. That's a dub every time. Um, I'm good. I, you know, it's my birthday month, by the way, people. Um, So I am, I feel like not procrastinating, but you know, I just don't know what I want to do with myself. We've reached those ages where it's like, is it a big deal? Do I really want to do anything? It's always a big deal. First (laughs) off. Thank you. Any new year of life. Absolutely. Secondly, I do understand the hesitation in wanting to make plans because we got variants and things out here in these streets. But I'm boosted up, Delora. I got my booster, girl. Come through. Yeah. Boosted up out here. It did not treat me well, though. I have to say, I was a wreck the next day. But it's and okay. I'm back. I'm glad that you say that because that's the only reason why I'm not. My schedule has been so busy. I'm like, I don't have time for downtime right now, but that's not a good, that's not a good reason, but that's where I am. Well, you know, I just happened to be one of those people because my mom didn't have any side effects. One of my uncles had no side effects. I think my brother had very mild, but Mm -hmm. the second shot and now this third, I get the side effects this time though, the just sense of fatigue was like, I felt like I had the flu. Like Mm. I was laid out. I was dragging myself around my house on Saturday because I got it on a Friday. So, but I feel good that I'm boosted because I am doing a lot for the next, you know, for the last couple weeks of the year, plus in January. So I need to be boosted up, you know, to feel comfortable going out in these streets. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's all good because I'm here with you, and we're yes. going to get into some headlines, hot topics, and two micro doses today, Yay. kids. So, our first quick headline we have to talk about this Alec Baldwin interview that dropped after we recorded last week. Alec sat down for an exclusive interview with George Stephanopoulos on ABC to discuss the Rust set shooting. One of the biggest pieces of info for me that was discussed was he said he never actually pulled the trigger on the Mm -hmm. gun that inevitably wounded the director and killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins. He does not think he'll face any criminal charges, but there have already been lawsuits filed. And since he's a producer Mm -hmm. on the project, obviously that impacts him. Delora, I know you were possibly feeling this interview was too soon. How did you feel after seeing it? And do you think that this helped him, at least in the public eye? Ooh, that's a great question. Yes, I did not feel like this was a good look. I just felt like, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but I've watched enough lawyers to know you don't talk to the media until things are clear. Because of lawsuits and everything, right? And he's out here trying to tell his story. I thought it was very interesting 
he kept saying, you know, I want to tell my story, but I'm not the victim here. <laughs> you know what I mean? He mm-hmm. made that very clear throughout the interview. Mm-hmm. To your point, not pulling a trigger was was astounding because I mean, I guess errors are bound to happen when you have guns, you know, but that was fascinating. And then the other piece that I thought was interesting was he was very clear on his producing credit. He said that it was in essentially creative name only. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He said, I did not raise the money. I did not spend the money, but I was influential on the creative aspects of like the character characters in the script. So I don't know, Ashley, I do feel really sorry for him. I, I like Alec, you know what I mean? He's saying he's a bit, he's a bit much, but he's a New Yorker, you know, but who isn't, who isn't a bit much. (laughs) (laughs) This is awful. And the fact that he said, I "I would do anything to take this back. Final thing. The fact that she was laid out. For he said to 30 to 45 minutes before it, anyone was able to, you know, pick her up and take her somewhere was really interesting. Uh, he said that he thought that she only feigned it. He didn't hear of her death until after being investigated by the cops. So that was all very eye opening. It was. I mean, he, he dropped a lot of information. And I have to say, as far as do I think it helped him, I'm not sure if any of the harsh critics of Alec Baldwin are ever going to, you know, be swayed because it's not just about this. It's about his political leanings, too, that some people came out so viciously against him. But for me, I was gutted watching this. Like, he looked terrible in terms of it just didn't seem like he was possibly handling this well. It seemed like he probably hadn't really gotten much rest. He talked about the tolls of taking on his family and the fact yes. that, you know, they're kind of being harassed out in public to a certain extent. And, you yeah. know, it just, it, it, it made me sad for him. And then, you know, we love film. We love TV. So to imagine to be able to be on sets and stuff, he talked about the magic of that and how this was bringing back his love for making movies like that touched me too. Cause I just, I love it's complicated with him and Meryl. I just watched it again while I was down for for Dancy Meyer projects. (laughs) I just watched it again when I was down for the count for my booster. So I'm just like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, and let's talk about the holiday. It's that time of year. <laughs> I, I just feel like whatever happened on that set was so unfortunate. And if it was some type of sabotage situation, mm. you know what I mean? And that yeah. comes to light. Like, I need I need Crazy. some facts because it just isn't adding up. It and has I, to I add would up. Hope, Absolutely. You know, I would hope that nobody would have intentionally tried to do harm to somebody else. I'll say that because right now, yes, mm. it all seems accidental. But, you know, as we said, when we first covered this, more details will come to light and we'll update you guys. But it just made me sad. Last thing, Ashley, the only issue I had about this interview is how he kept saying, I have six kids. Oh, and, you know, um, Ireland, like she was first. She was here 
first the daughter he has i know <laughs> him basinger i didn't yes. even catch that honestly i was i, I don't did. know where i was in that moment but i didn't even catch that but you know him in ireland have a They've unique had their issues yeah have a unique yeah. relationship publicly you know there was a yep. whole blow up guys i don't know if you're aware of this a scandal with him basically calling her a pig and all sorts of things yep. like over voicemail years ago yep. a big scandal so not his finest moment but We'll see what happens as they continue to investigate this, Delora. So a two-hour 2020 episode will air tomorrow at 9 p.m. on ABC, which is Friday, continuing to look at the events and feature Alex's interview as well as some new interviews. So tune in if you guys are interested. Moving on to our next hot topic, Nick Cannon. We were originally going to chat about Nick Cannon being in the headlines earlier this week for a very, very different reason. Very. You guys don't know, check the shade room, check some Instagrams, check some Twitters, you'll figure it out. But unfortunately, <laughs> thing be thinging. unfortunately, he shared on his talk show on Tuesday, his youngest child, five month old Zen with model Alyssa Scott died of a brain tumor. He mentioned that some people were questioning his decision to return to work, but obviously you can't tell anyone how to grieve or what works for them, right? And the loss yeah. of a child is unimaginable. So, you know, hearing this news is Absolutely. obviously shocking. We've talked about Nick and, you know, his various children many times on the pod, but this was, you know, so unfortunate to hear about. And for Alyssa, you know, this is her first child. So, you know, he said she's basically hanging in there five minutes at a time and who can blame her? So my, my thoughts and prayers to the family, Delora, any thoughts on this news about Nick Cannon's loss? This is devastating. I, I remember sitting on social media, seeing a clip of his show and the fact that he took the time to explain it was just beyond I I'm not criticizing him for for going to work to your point people grieve differently but this is devastating and mm -hmm. I'm so 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 sorry absolutely wishing you guys all the best our final quick headline Tristan Thompson Girl. I seriously debated including this, but it's out here in these streets, guys. So according to yeah, <laughs> the mess of all messes, <laughs> according to multiple outlets, including page six, where I'm sourcing from, Tristan Thompson has allegedly fathered a third child, a baby boy with personal trainer, Marilee Nichols. He has filed an emergency gag order this week in an attempt to prevent her from taking her paternity suit. She's filed against him even more public. She's suing for child support. Nichols is claiming Tristan impregnated her in March on his 30th birthday while he and Khloe Kardashian were still together. He has admitted to having sex with her several times that night. He apparently demanded a paternity test back in July, which she has reportedly not taken. Nichols alleged that he offered her $74,000 in hush money to get an abortion. Delora. That's an interesting number. What? Yeah, I, I don't know why 74, but girl, give me your thoughts on Tristan Trashbag Thompson. <laughs> Tristan third trimester. <laughs> Sorry, girl. I didn't want to believe it because it had been so quiet 
for like at least a year or two, right? Because Jordan happened before pan- uh, Corona, right? Before pandemic. And even then, I have some thoughts on that, but I'm not going to go, not going to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I didn't think this was real. And then when I saw that it was indeed real, it was not that surprising. And the fact that he did it on his birthday, and we all know Chloe had her tribute Mm. all over social media talking about how great he is and Mm. wonderful father he is Mm. it's so embarrassing but i don't feel sorry for chloe we've had this conversation many times at this rate what did maya angelou say if someone show you who they are (laughs) believe them the first time and honestly he showed himself when he was with her because he was impregnated another lady who was given birth and went off with chloe into the sunset but not really because obviously he disrespects her on a regular basis but ashley what are your thoughts girl i saw somebody post because guys i had to go find this tribute post that she did for him on his birthday because i was like i know they were still together right somebody said on there chloe you're getting the same man that black women get and that slayed me because I was like, what? yeah, like if you thought you were going to get some different version than that, the man that black women have gotten when they've had him, you're sorely mistaken. And it just slayed wow. me. It slayed because me. Because she's a Kardashian, you think? Or it's a white woman? Both. I think it's both. <laughs> but it just slayed me because I think being a public figure I couldn't be a celebrity. Like I could not the just sheer. And we talked to meet guys. Me and Delore talked about this in depth last night on the phone, <laughs> the sheer viciousness <laughs> of the comment section of people's posts. I don't have the heart for it, but let me say this. It's sport. At it this is. Point. I mean, and that's not just trolls. It be no. e- everybody. Everybody. If y'all go look at this post, which she has heat. not deleted yet, which Chloe, I don't know why you have not deleted this. Or disable comments. Or <laughs> disable the comments. Girl, it's ugly down there. But listen, throw the entire man away. I need a word beyond done. The trashiest of trash bags. I told you on the phone yesterday, it's not just about the cheating. It's this whole good guy act that he puts on I've learned from the error of my ways and would never do it again. I'm gonna come to your mama's face and apologize just to Buy be sitting jewelry. there, just to be sitting there sleeping with another woman while you commenting on her post Ooh. talking about you can't wait for the next chapter of y'all lives or what have you. Like I, to your point, the manipulation, but it's just like, who are you? Like who how you? how can you live with these things that you're doing? I don't know, Chloe. You'd be better off just being single. Chloe, please listen to me. Stack your bed with all your money and get some rest, sis. I need you to be done. I need this to be the end of this Tristan trash bag saga because it's just enough. I've had enough. The public has had enough. (laughs) It has been an era. Okay. The ERA. I can't, I can't talk, but someone made a point speaking of the comments that I thought was interesting they were saying at this point, you need to let him go for the sake of your daughter. Your yes, daughter cannot afford yeah. to see you being treated like this in a yes. relationship. Yeah. Again, the comment section. So that's there was a situation that happened with Halle Berry 
that we're going to get into with people choice. We're about to get into people's choice awards as a hot topic. Halle Berry received an award and people viciously went after Chloe for her reaction, which literally she was like fluffing her hair. And so her response was, guys, I'm barely in my body right now. Like, please don't come at me for something you think that I did. So mm. I think this is impacting her heavily. And I know that it's the Kardashians. The I know we make jokes season was Girl. about her having a baby with him and he out here having a baby with they somebody else frozen embryos together they have frozen embryos together so i don't know what the future holds but chloe listen this- to me let it go baby let it go last question ashley is this as bad as d wade having a break baby no uh, on gabrielle when they were actively trying to have baby no to me this is way way worse Woo! to me How this so? is way worse because I think that D-Wade made a mistake and we've never seen him not show his love and appreciation for Gabrielle Union in the way that mm-hmm. we've seen Tristan repeatedly disrespect Chloe mm-hmm. and repeatedly show his ass and seem as if, I don't even know if you like me, let alone love me, that you could treat me this way and publicly yeah. embarrass the fuck out of me <laughs> multiple <laughs> times like yo we not even friends we can't e- we how can you even be my friend and do me yeah. like this and ashley i'm gonna say something controversial i know jordan kissed him i don't think she slept with him i don't think that but i do think she kissed him which is obviously too much but i wouldn't be surprised if she got caught up you know he seems like a womanizer you know what i mean and she was young again hence the stupid mistake but i don't think but the way they raked her through the coals i'm just like Yo. i don't even care nothing about the jordan situation anymore uh, i don't like jordan yeah i don't i could care less this man so he tried to say even with this latest baby mama that they only had this tryst this one night she said we started an affair five months prior yep. and we were still messing around after i got pregnant he was flying me out to california and stuff so jordan is nothing compared to what i yeah. think this man has been doing to her all the time that they've been this whole time yeah Yeah. but i'm only bringing it up because it just seemed like chloe only had the fight for jordan that's all i I have to say took that is so personal oh this is like a little sister to me and this this and that okay that's one kiss compared to you know the chicks who are really coming after him don't care about you for damn sure so sure don't (sighs) chloe please please if i met you i would hug you because i need you to be done I need you to be done with this. Let's move on to Laura because I'm over it. Hot topics this week. Again, I mentioned the People's Choice Awards. So they aired Tuesday night, hosted by Kenan Thompson. Before we get into some of the awards, Laura, did you have any favorite fashion moments that you saw? I don't think either one of us actually watched the awards, but we look at a red carpet. We do look at a red carpet and Ashley, they are trying to revive the show. And the only reason why I feel like so many stars were there is because we live in, you know, a post uh, Corona world. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like red carpet, I'll be there. I a thousand percent agree with you on that. A thousand percent. Any other time who's really showing up to the people's choice like that. But in terms of fashion, I really enjoyed uh, her in that pink suit. She was slayed, 
slay. The hair was amazing. It was giving me cleavage. It was giving me hot pink. It was everything. Loved it. I also love Becky G. Mm. She presented the award for like music icon to Christina Aguilera. And she had on, I believe they said it was Robert Cavalli. It was like this, you know, hot yellow and black dress mm-hmm. and it was an ode to the dirty era of oh when it get dirty it's about time for my <laughs> until she did that video i didn't think christina could dance and then i was like oh britney okay now i now you don't have anything on my girl <laughs> she yeah, got the vocals Chris- and she can get down you know, she only did that for like literally a handful of videos. I know, but I loved Britney it. Out here killing the game. And I get it, but Britney is so choreographed, whereas I feel like Christina would get down in the club. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like they're two very different types Vibing, of dancers. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then lastly, I will say I was surprised to see our girl, Chriselle, uh, a brunette. I was like, oh, I love the brunette on her. Maybe it just, I need a minute to get used to it. It was a wig. So I think that's part of the reason. Oh, was it? Mm -hmm. It was very natural looking, right? It was very blunt in some ways. Cause I was like, oh, this is a statement. Uh, Did you break up? (laughs) With Jason that quick? (laughs) Yes. So what about you? So definitely had her on my list. Yes. She looked phenomenal. Phenomenal. The only other person I had on my list, because I wasn't super excited about the red carpet when I saw it, Mm-mm. was Lily Reinhardt and Valentino. This, oh, it was short. like a, it was short. <laughs> it was like a blade, like a suit jacket dress. Mm-hmm. I was like, listen, I would wear that. Can I have that? How much did that cost? <laughs> I love it. So those are my two standouts. And then I realized, I thought that Kendrick Sampson's turtleneck number was this year, but that was 2020. But shout out to Kendrick, mm-hmm. AKA Nathan from Insecure in 2020 mm-hmm. at the PCAs. You did your thing because you were looking <laughs> fire, sir. You looked fine. Okay. You didn't mention the icon award winner. Cause she looked, no, that's she looked like exactly. a bug. She looked <laughs> just as upset as I was with her ensemble at the Met Gala. I felt yeah. the same as here. She looks like she's trying to audition for Batwoman. Like, no, it's not a thing for me. To me, without the glasses, I could get with the look. Cause I mean, her face, obviously, you know, amazing with the makeup and the hair, but Honestly, my favorite, you know, head to toe Balenciaga moment was her SNL in the all pink. Absolutely. That was everything. I think the black is too harsh. Again, it looks like a costume. Yes. It looks like a costume. So let's get into some of these awards. Um, To your point, Kim Kardashian, the fashion icon award. She even thanked Ye in her speech. (laughs) Um, Halle Berry. Halle Berry, Halle Berry accepted the People's Icon Award. Uh, you mentioned this, Christina Aguilera, first ever music icon award. Dwayne The Rock Johnson took home the People's Champion Award. Yes, he did. For his philanthropic work. And then we have some performances that I may have to actually go back and watch. Christina Aguilera debuted a medley of her songs from um, her new Spanish language album, like Shelton performed, and then her performed a musical tribute to the life and legacy of Marvin Gaye. Yes. I'm not going to lie. This is kind of random, though. I mean, it's the 50th anniversary of what's going on. Is it 50? Not 50. Don't ask me. I don't know. It was some significant year. Forgive me for not knowing. But 
I just felt like it was kind of random. I don't need the motivation as long as the performance is great. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> so I'll probably have to go back and catch that somewhere, even if it's on these YouTubes. Category winners, girl. We had a few of our recaps in these categories. Okay, Black Widow. Check out that recap. Got movie of the year. Squid mm-hmm. Game took home binge-worthy <laughs> show of the year. We had also... Loki's on there. Drama movie of the year was Cruella. Check out that recap. Drama? Drama movie. Yes. We had uh, Dwayne picking up two more awards. He got male movie star and uh, he got um, comedy movie star. Surprisingly, Kevin Hart got drama movie star for fatherhood. Check out that recap, guys. Yes. We had Loki for sure, as you mentioned, for the best show of 2021. Um, Yeah, girl. We also have, you know what surprised me? Britney Spears winning social star of 2021. That one surprised me. But then Simone Biles won game changer of 2021, which we love Simone Biles. So those are just some of the highlights. There's a full list available. I'm reading this off a deadline. Oh, yeah. And that's another another thing about this award show. There are so many categories. So many. Yeah. So those are just some of the highlights because we do not have the time to go through everything. Let us know if there was anything in particular you guys enjoyed or any fashion that you guys loved. Let's move on to our final hot topic, Delora, and that is Drake. Our boy Drake has withdrawn his two 2022 Grammy nominations. Drake and his management basically made this decision and the Grammys honored the request. According to an article that I'm reading from Variety, His motivation was unclear at the time of the article's publication, but he was one of five nominees for Best Rap Album, for Certified Lover Boy, and for Best Rap Performance for his song, Way Too Sexy, featuring Future and Young Thug. Dolores, some have speculated that his decision might have something to do with him being named in lawsuits surrounding the World Festival tragedy. But Drake's scheduled to perform with Kanye at the Free Larry Hoover Benefit concert in L.A. So the article basically said, oh, that doesn't seem like a likely answer. As we know and we've talked about, Drake has had a longstanding frenemy relationship with the Grammys. A year ago, he called for them to be replaced with something new that we can build up over time and pass on to the next generations to come. And this was after, as we know, the weekend was completely snubbed in 2021. Did you have any thoughts about this? Was this shocking to you at all that Drake decided to do this kind of at the last minute? I mean, obviously he submitted or his management did in the 2021 nomination. So why pull out at the last minute? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know Drake had so much drama with the Grammys. I mean, everybody has their issue with the Grammys. Beyonce, Jay-Z, even though they're the most nominated people ever. Uh, Definitely The Weeknd. And honestly, he wouldn't be the first rap artist to have problems with the Grammys either. Going all the way back to Will Smith, Mm -hmm. LLPJ. Let me move a little bit forward and talk about Kendra Lamar and freaking um, what was it? The one, the guy who won the Macklemore. Macklemore. That was so (laughs) disrespectful. It was not even funny at the time. I was like, yeah, I'm done with y'all for real. I cannot take this ish seriously. It's 
it is what it is. I was shocked because, again, usually people don't submit if they're going to pull out. <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah. have to submit. Yeah. I Someone think for did me, something. For me, I think he's making a statement. Like, that's how I took this as mm. he's making a statement. Because why submit and then withdraw at the last minute? It's because that's going to be the headline. If he had just never submitted, I don't think that would have necessarily been the headline. So if it's mm-hmm. not due to any personal factors, if it's not due to your point, pettiness, which I don't think it is at this point with Kanye since they've had their whole supposedly kumbaya, I know. you know. And somebody said to think about the power and resources that Kanye and Drake have and they're doing a Larry Hoover concert. Like, Wow. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, it's all good. I just I it's it, what it did not surprise me because that was my original question. It did not surprise me that he pulled out because I think I even uh sent you a message on Instagram. Check those comments from last year. Like he's not here for the for, for the Grammys. And I think he's making a statement. So I could be wrong. I'm not gonna go as hard as Van does and, and make it seem like I'm right, but I think he's making a statement. He's a- <laughs> He's a man. Of course, he's going to make it seem like he's right. Me wrong. Two left shoes. That's what my grandma used to say. We're talking about Van from Higher Learning, guys. I do love him, though. He is hilarious. Um, But that's it for our headlines and hot topics for this week, guys. As always, feel free to leave us a comment if you have any thoughts. Microdosing for this week, we have two. As we continue down our path of insecure final season, we're going to get to that. But first up, we have to talk about live in front of a studio audience, facts of life and different strokes. At the time of recording this, it just aired last night. We've had two other iterations already. We had the first, which was All in the Family and the Jeffersons. The second one was All in the Family and Good Times. Mm -hmm. And those were all star-studded, Delora. But for some reason, this was the first one where I was like, I have to see this. Like, I was so excited. It's Emmy-winning at this rate. You do know that, right? So, yeah. I mean- they didn't they didn't do any in 2020 because of covid but they did the no, first two no. in 2019 yes so i have a entertainment weekly article up where they basically list their best five moments from live in front of a studio audience but let me hear yours first what were your top moments from the facts of life and um different strokes you take the good you take the bad take mm, mm, the facts of life mm-hmm. <laughs> I, the theme songs okay love the theme songs and it's so funny because i was having a conversation with my husband and i told him i used to grow up watching these really old shows partially because my parents didn't have cable because the double you know and then (laughs) so we watched a lot of network television which showed reruns from the 70s and 80s yeah and because i was going down a list okay i was like it's it's charles in charge it's different strokes the facts of life so you're telling me dave never watched nick at night he never watched no. tv land like what's going on dave what is going on right because that's why i was so excited to watch and of course the highlights for me obviously the all-star cast i really did enjoy jennifer anderson i did too as blair, blair i didn't think i would um honestly seeing this iteration of facts of life with the cast reminded me of my hidden gem for next week uh the sex lives of college girls 
in terms of like you have the preppy blonde and then you have um you know the jock and then the the all those stereotypical roles yeah yeah, yeah. granted the hbo show is a little bit on steroids <laughs> when it comes to subject matter but i'm like oh that's the formula is this the template you know in some ways but love the cast one of my favorite lines from the facts of life is when uh will Nar- arnett so john stewart he was like this isn't science fiction and then no one was able to keep their cool. Jason Bateman was like trying his best not to break. Yeah. And it was so funny. Gasser was like, that's not an insult. <laughs> that's not an insult. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, Kevin Hart and my fave, Damian Wayans. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. So good. So good. Kevin Hart did such a great job. He was so committed. He was so committed. To being this child who is like annoying to his older brother. When he sat on John Lithgow's lap, I hollered out loud. (laughs) So good. He was so committed. And then David Wayans. I mean, grown ass man acting like an annoyed teenage boy. Oh my gosh. I just could not. It was, and Gabrielle Union, the fact that her, what they call face card is never declined. The fact that she got away as being a young teenage 2D, and we all know this woman is not, you know, well in her 40s. Like, yes. what? Still looks the exact same from all her teen films back in the day. Yes. How about you? Oh, it was so good, Delora. You know, what caught me was, you know, how they had the book in the Facts of Life where they're talking trash. I said, is that where the burn book came from in Mean Girls? Girls? I was like, was this Tina Fey's inspiration? (laughs) Wink, wink. I caught you. I caught it. Would not have caught it. The sun. Exactly. I didn't catch Norman Lear's F-bomb that entertainment weekly talks about i know that was at the very very beginning it was in the beginning but they muted it so well that i didn't even get the whole sentence you know i love him for that though as well as his little ponytail that i saw at the very end thank you i noticed that too (laughs) and i was like i bet you he's bald on top of the fact that he is rocking his pony Yes, everything. Love him. Obviously, the guest stars is another one that EW listed, but I didn't expect Snoop. Loved Snoop. I was thinking Snoop, if anybody forgets their lines, it's going to be Snoop. But he held his own. He He held his own. And at the very end, when Kevin Hart's character was like, what does your friend smell like weed? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, Will Arnett was phenomenal. Jon Stewart was phenomenal. Jason Bateman, I love, but I'm like, Jason Bateman is always Jason Bateman. Love you though. Always. But you and are. You know, him you and are. Jen are best friends. So uh-huh. I was like, well, I wonder I if she heard, got him on there. Well, I also heard that Justin Thoreau was involved in this. So I was like, oh, is that why yeah. Jen decided to sign up this time? And this is Jimmy Kimmel's production company mm-hmm. and they're best friends too. So that all makes sense. <laughs> 
And then the last thing that I want to talk about, and they do, it's another one from Entertainment Weekly's list, is those retro commercials with Alfonso, Riviero, and Jennifer. Yes. I was like, hold on. Is this intentional? Because at first I was just confused. Remember the first one was like an Oscar Mayer so commercial? I was like, what's happening? What is going on? And, and then, then we just kept them. going. Yeah, I was yes. like, oh, this is so entertaining. I loved it. I loved it. What I love the most, my favorite one, because it was good okay he shows a frying pan with butter and he's like this is your brain and I was so ready for the egg and then he popped down um a a piece of bread and he made a grilled cheese sandwich I told Dave I was like I don't remember the last time I saw a grilled cheese commercial (laughs) mind you that was my snack of choice growing up in elementary and middle school okay but I was like yes to the grilled cheese sandwich (laughs) I loved all of them. Once I started to get that, it was just an inclusion. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Um, The last one that they showed was just the fact that obviously Ann Dow played double duty in her role as Mrs. Garrett for both shows. And she did a phenomenal job. She Um, did, but she really embodied her time removing her from the handmaid's. I didn't because I've never watched The Handmaid's Tale in depth. I've only watched like a handful of episodes. Yeah, I've never what happened was I started watching it with my hairdresser and my hairdresser hated it. She was like, yeah, this is terrible. Why is this entertainment? And then, so I just never ended up going back to it once I got back home, but I'll sh- I'm sure I'll watch it someday. It just you fell off my radar. To. It just we fell off. started the first season. We finished it. We got to the second season and I realized I'm not enjoying this because it kind of feels like real life. So I'm not going to do this anymore. Yep. I get that. <laughs> I get that. I get that. no longer entertainment. (laughs) Not too far removed from a reality we could face. And that's the thing that struck me too, is I didn't realize they started with reality as it is. And then we get to that place, right? So it freaks me out a little bit. I'm going to be honest. But anyway, Kim Fields, for one, they did not show her super. So shame on y'all. For two, the hat. show her super. Her super. Like every, all the other Facts of Life OGs, when they came on, they showed their names. When Kim Fields came on, I was like, where's Kim Fields' name? I didn't see it. They still say it, but whatever. I felt like, well, I felt like when Sunny said she came onto the view and nobody gave her a real introduction. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was one thing. But two, the hat. I was like, the drama. What? Why are we wearing this it's dramatic hat, Kim? <laughs> It's doing a lot. But I was so happy to see the three of them mm-hmm. make they that appearance because I wasn't sure, you know, who of the old cast was still one of the fact that old school Blair was wearing the uniform was very nostalgic. She still looks exactly the same. Good for the you, same. sis. Yes. Good for you. Everybody did phenomenal. I loved it so much. For our second micro dose, let's get back into Insecure. We are at episode seven. Chilling. Okay. I don't think I did it as well as you, Delora. <laughs> this was <laughs> this was Ladies Night In, as well as Psy, Eye Roll, Condola Lawrence trying to figure they ish out, whatever. So, Delora, in this episode, we have our main core four ladies getting together for a little night. They're supposed to hit a little spa. They're going to do a little dinner. Plans didn't quite go as expected, but we still saw some great bonding. Have you ever played the hat game? Is that a thing? No, it's not. I'm sure it will be. (laughs) After people watch this show, right? Absolutely. They said it's like Jumanji. Like the game knows. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shout out 
out to Jumanji. That is my ish. We really do have that board game in my mom's house. <laughs> yes. What were your thoughts on Tiffany moving to Denver? We're coming to an end. People are going to be going places, doing different things. This is just how life goes, right? You have the friend that moves away. You have friends that stay, job change, what have you. It's not surprising. So Tiffany did not surprise me. And at the same time, I didn't care. Like, I don't know Mm. what it is about the role of Tiffany that I just don't gravitate towards. But it was like of the core, like four, she was the one that to me, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all well you know I just feel like it's Issa it's Molly it's Lawrence and then that's it like everyone else is like perimeter (laughs) for sure but Kelly I love Kelly's character so much like Kelly is such a comedic relief for me Mm -hmm. in the show that I would be sad if Kelly you know was saying she was going to be moving somewhere but it's like do I I mean I don't feel any type of way that Tiffany's leaving the group. Like mm-hmm. I really didn't. I was like, oh, okay. It's just a fact of life. Mm-hmm. And Denver seems like I'm right stupid. up her alley. Denver <laughs> seems like that'll be a good fit for her. Issa got that. I love you, but her mind was still on Lawrence. How are you feeling about Nathan and Issa and Lawrence at this point? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. And to be fair, yes. The show is about imperfect people because we are, in fact, imperfect people, right? Yes. I am getting zero vibes on either way. Zero vibes with Lauren, zero vibes with Nate. So for me, it's it's anybody's game. How about you? <laughs> As I said in previous discussions of this show i am team isa whatever isa needs to make her happy ultimately i am here for nathan finally saying he loves her great if this is what you want but this whole lawrence candola possibly 2.0 situation i was seeing in this episode i was cringing throughout i almost fast forwarded through their scenes i want y'all to co-parent but if y'all are about to get back together take that ish off my television like, screen no, thank you. no ma'am take that shit off my television screen and keep it moving so obviously my feelings are still wrapped up in isa and lawrence to some degree that i would just hate to see that coupling back together on my watch because <laughs> ashley i want to also explain this right Last season, when Issa and Lawrence had that date, all the feels, all the excitement in the midst of, again, them being imperfect, the fact that she cheated, the fact that he was a bum, still (laughs) super, super excited about it. But then we have Condola, the biggest wrench of them all, Mm. the wrench of the situation. I'm not Mm. calling her a wrench. I know. I got you. I got you. I don't see a path. The path is not clear. We only have four more episodes. So I don't know, Ashley. I don't know. And I don't know if I care. That's what that's where I am. <laughs> they I don't need to see it. Again, if that is how this season is gonna go, put that to the side. I don't need it. Ultimately, let's see what happens. We are about to be done. And this is about to be wrapped and I need y'all to not shit the bed. So don't let me down insecure. Don't let me down. Are we too old to have sleepovers though? Would you still have sleepover sleepovers with your girlfriends? Absolutely. Okay. For me, we all live out of town. 
so if we can hang out and chill um let's also let me also clarify i need probably a big bathroom (laughs) (laughs) i probably need a space or Or two or yeah a space or a room i can go in you know have me time because we're grown women we said this in a previous podcast it's like when i travel i travel with my robe with my house shoes with a candle and a lighter like i need i need a whole setup i wish i could travel <laughs> with my robe my robe is always like am i gonna take my robe or am i gonna take a couple more outfits and a couple more outfits always wins always so, win. <laughs> yeah but i always feel sad every time i get somewhere and i'm like damn i wish i had my robe so point taken Here, i really taken. do travel with a very small candle or like i need my <laughs> I need all the senses okay well oh, that's comfort. one of the good things about road trips versus plane because when I pack for plane travel I have to be much more meticulous whereas when I'm about to go to Miami for instance and I can drive huh I could take some extra pillows I could take some extra things I need because we can just throw this in the trunk and we can just keep it moving you know what I'm saying so yeah I feel you, but I just wonder. Everyone looked comfortable, so that's why I said I could do it. Like the PJs were on point too. Everybody's PJs were so cute. Yeah, like the first time in a long time, I'm like, do I want to buy a PJ set? Because y'all, y'all inspiring me right now. Oh, girl, I live in loungewear. (laughs) I have not bought a pajama set since I was. Uh, I have not worn a pajama set since I was a child. Let me oh be my clear. God, Delora, you make so many epic ones now. Delora, oh my gosh, Ashley! I know, and now I'm inspired because I was like, I always throw on. If I throw on, I throw on some shorts and a t-shirt and call it a day. Like oh, I am no, so matching. minimal. We're so matching. minimal. That's hilarious. Language, okay. Let <laughs> <laughs> me some matching. That is PJs. hilarious. <laughs> That is hilarious. I mean, most of the time I'm only in shorts when I end up sleeping anyway. So, but yeah, we'll see. Maybe that'll be a future uh, Christmas gift will be uh, some pajamas. So any other thoughts for episode seven before we wrap the show for today? Should Molly give the green light? I thought she's already kind of given it though, but I don't know. Yes, she should. Let's explore this. Just don't let me be clear, though. I'm saying this because I feel like Molly is in a different place. If this were the Molly of season three and back, even season four, because I forgot I hated her in season four. If this were Molly from season four and back, do not do it because you're going to shit the bed and it's work. But Mm. I think she's at a place where she's mature enough and in a mental state where messing with a coworker is not possibly going to mess with her bag. Because mm, we keep the bag secure. We do, sis. We do. And multiplied. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm here for it. I want to see Molly happy. What about you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm excited to see what, what's going to happen. Do you think we're going to get a flash forward? I don't know. I really don't know how they're going to wrap this up. And if they do a flash forward, what does that mean for all of our cast? Are we going to have a flash forward where everybody kind of comes back together and it's kind of like reunion and we see what everybody's up to? You know, Mm -hmm. what does that look like? However they end it, just don't disappoint me, Issa. Don't you do it. It's a lot. It's a lot, Ashley. It's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. Well, we have have three more episodes, so we're going to see what happens. But guys, that's it for today. And uh, Delora, we're we're hitting them with a recap. So what are we recapping? The 
unexpected gem of the year true story netflix original limited series starring kevin hart and wesley snipes all right so excited that was a quick binge for me and my fam so if you guys haven't seen it check it out on netflix i believe it's still there in the top 10 so it sure is new episodes dropping for you on tuesday we'll see you then bye bye